Unraveling application silence, reasons behind unanswered job submissions. It's happened to you, perhaps. It's happened to me, that's for sure. Been for an interview and they never got back to you. Let's go through some reasons why. Number one, the benchmark too high. Sometimes the bar is set out of reach, but don't let it deter you. Growth is found in striving for excellence. I remember going for an interview and I was told, great resume, but they're just stronger candidates. You got to move on. You got to look at it as a way of setting yourself up for future success. Don't be moved by that. I went for that interview and when I was told they had other candidates who were stronger in that area, I didn't let it phase me. I just kept on with my life, kept on striving for excellence. The same manager referred me to one of his colleagues who ended up hiring me for a different position. So don't let that stuff deter you. There's always going to be something better on the horizon. Number two, inside informant advantage. Connections forge pathways to success. Nurture relationships to unlock opportunities in unexpected places. Sometimes you have that advantage where you know someone inside and the person who is an insider tells you, hey buddy, you're going for this interview, you better listen up. This is what you need to look out for. They set you up for success. You go to the interview, you obliterate the interview, and it's because you had the inside informant advantage. Someone who was inside the company that knew more than the typical person did. That happens all the time. So don't let it phase you when you don't hear back. It doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It could just be that someone had an advantage you didn't. Number three, better is the one you know. This also has to do with inside help. This is all about familiarity, breeding trust. When someone on the inside has recommended you to their colleague, has said, check out this person, they're probably going to be the best candidate for you, you have an advantage. So, demonstrate your value to the recruiter to forge an unbreakable connection in your next job search, your next job hunt. Number four, there's power in numbers. You've got to remember, it's not just one person making a decision. In a sea of voices, it's hard to hear a single whisper. Imagine everyone saying, Phil's the man, Phil's the man, hire Phil, hire Phil. And that's exactly what happened to me in a job in a well-known Fortune 500. Everyone was saying, if you don't hire Phil, you've missed the boat. What chance do other candidates have when this hiring manager has his peers shouting in his ears to hire someone? It's a no-brainer. It's all over. But sometimes that happens and you are not the person who has been profit. You've got someone else you're competing with. That happens a lot. But you can also differentiate yourself to be the voice that echoes by having a solid backing in the companies you apply for. I tell people, use your connection. I just very recently sent out a recommendation for someone. Now, imagine someone getting that recommendation from someone else that they respect. Sometimes it's just power in numbers. Number five, I call it the GBS syndrome. I call it the golden buzzer. There's a world of talent, but only a few spots on stage. Now, there is the golden buzzer syndrome where you do not know what makes them press the golden buzzer. There's something that resonates with the person interviewing you or interviewing them, right? The people going for the job just like you. And sometimes they hit that chord 
and you've got no clue. Sometimes the interviewer doesn't even have a clue, but there's a golden buzzer syndrome that just tells them that's the person we're looking for. And it doesn't mean that you weren't good. It's just that they were looking for something that you didn't have and it doesn't make you bad or less than. There are a number of startling facts when it comes to the job search market, and I want to accentuate these for your attention. Do you know that on average, people spend 23 days in this cycle of looking for work? So if you've been for an interview and you're expecting people to get back immediately, they often may not. Because 23.8 days, according to Glassdoor, is the average cycle. And as a result of that, you're going to have a lot of people coming and going through the process until you get to that ideal candidate. Sometimes they'll get back very late, and this is why. Just be aware of that. Number six, a lack of customization can kill a very good application in that you've got all that you need, but you didn't customize it. You've got the skills, you've got the talents, you've got the abilities, but you didn't put in those key things that helps it resonate with the hiring manager. And customization is the key that unlocks the door to opportunity, my friend. You've got to craft your message for the listener, and it will resonate. If there's certain things you're talking about, you cannot say, well, my resume was done by Phil, he's the best in the world, so I'm going to get this job. No, you won't. You'll fall flat on your face. You've got to look at the job, and you've got to look at the resume and ask, does this fit? Which is why when I create resumes for my friends, my students, my clients, I tell them, hey, when you're going for job X, make sure you tweak this. Don't just say, oh, this is the best resume ever. It captures all that I am. But does it capture all that the client is looking for? You got to ask yourself that. Number seven, NTGB. I just call it no time to get back. Time is a currency no one can afford to waste. Sometimes your best efforts were not worth their response. And I know that sounds rude, but in a sea of thousands of applicants, they're not going to get back to every single one of the thousand, my friend. So what I suggest is just keep on pushing. Make your message worth their investment. Make an indelible mark that even if you didn't get the position, they'll know, oh yeah, we've got to get back to Phil. And I've had that happen to me time and time again. Been to many interviews, I didn't win, but I've had a number of them get back. They'll take notice, I can assure you. The final one is the dreaded ATS. You can't win the game if you don't know the rules. You've got to master the ATS language, and then you'll be heard, and then your resume will rise to the stack. There are a lot of people who don't even have a clue that even if your resume was written by the best person ever, every job has its own unique ATS configuration. We call it the applicant tracking system for specific words that is going to help your resume come to the top of the stack. And again, it's not by having your resume written by the best, right? You've got to do it on a case-by-case -case basis. The ATS 
will first of all say, yeah, your application is reasonable. It's something that we should look at. Then an actual person will take a look at it. But it's not going to happen before the ATS. So the applicant tracking system idea, I cover this in a different video, but there are ways you can use a word cloud to pull out those words that are most important in the job spec and make sure those are there. You also need to remember beyond the dreaded ATS, there's also a factor of you being checked out. And what am I saying? Do you think that employers aren't checking out candidates on social media? Yes, they are. So not only do you have eight of these points working, you have number nine, which is the unspoken, unspoken checking out the candidate. When they check you out on social media, if they find anything that is just not kosher, not good, you're not going to get that role. And for that reason, I'm just going to call this watch what you do. I'm going to call it watch what you do. There are so many ways people can know a person's character on social media. You know that? There are so many ways people can be found out on social media because they leave breadcrumbs and trails and strings and your name and your profile. And in many an instance, your username that you use on all these platforms, on the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagrams, it just finds you. It's like breadcrumbs. Check me out. This is me. So you got to watch what you do. You got to be careful about what you're putting out on social media. For those reasons, my friends, it is very possible that you do not get a response. And I want to encourage you, even if you didn't get a response, keep on trucking. Keep on believing that the next time you're going to put a better foot forward, you're going to find a more resonant response from the people that you're sitting in front of. Okay? I highly encourage you. It's happened to me, like I said, it's happened to so many people. So here's a summary. High benchmark, inside informant. Better is the one you know. It's a mindset. They may have power in numbers, the golden buzzer syndrome, lack of customization, no time to get back, the dreaded ADS, or just to check me out and you're there flaunting everything on the Facebook and the Instagram and you're penalized for it. So these are just some ideas, but don't let your mind run wild thinking, Oh, which one of this is me? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Just understand that for one reason or another, it didn't happen, and you're going to do better next time. All right? I hope this gave you some ideas and some perspectives. I encourage you to put your best foot forward. If you're looking for training, coaching, and help, there's a website. It's called PM Anonymous. I offer training, coaching, career advice, and so on. And if you're looking to learn more about the world of business, the world of project management and technology, Subscribe to this channel, hit like, and I look forward to seeing you more on this channel. You take care, my friend, and bye for now.